Miracy. Hi, I'm AJ Wilcox, and you're listening to Making It. I run a business called B2Linked.com, and we're an ad agency that focuses only on running and making LinkedIn ads run more efficiently. I never really considered myself even potential to be an entrepreneur, even in like high school and college. I went to like startup events and absolutely loved the energy. But anytime someone there would ask me like, oh, what project are you working on or what do you do? I would always say, oh, I'm here for the networking and the energy, but I'm not really cut out for running my own business. I grew up in a home with a, you know, my dad was a VP at a bank. And so everything I got from him was very conservative. So between the ages of 19 and 21, I served a mission for my church. I'm a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And we sent missionaries around the world to go and teach. And during that time, you know, I think we have this concept of missionaries coming to your door and trying to push on you their beliefs or whatever. And I determined early on in my life that wasn't going to be me. I wasn't good at pushing anyone to do anything, but I was much better at sharing and inviting. So that may have played in a little bit. I got a chance to you know, force myself to go out and talk to people that I wouldn't normally talk to and learn the Russian language. I served in the country of Ukraine over in the eastern half. So it helped me break out of my shell quite a bit. And maybe that has helped contribute to my ability to be an entrepreneur today. So whenever you have to open your mouth and talk to someone and get out of your comfort zone, it's always pretty scary. Like we could all go and walk outside and do it right now. But when you're then forced to do it in another language, in another culture, obviously that complicates it quite a bit. I feel very lucky because the way that the program worked is I was placed with someone else who had been in the country longer and knew the language better. And so I had a little bit of an adaptation period that I could work with. But even still, I mean, showing up to an appointment where someone wants you to teach them about Jesus Christ and doing that in a different language and then realizing, wow, six months ago, I was at home and cared only about hanging out with my friends. It was a very, very different experience for me. I do feel like we tend to surround ourselves with people who are of the same kind of level of success we are. And I've gotten a chance to reach down and pull people up in their career and be a mentor in ways that I was grateful for when someone gave me the opportunity, and now I get to do that as well. But I also get to be friends with people who think bigger, who do more, who are involved in bigger and bigger causes. And I think it's a happy tangent for what I've been able to enact in my professional life. Now I get to leverage some of those things for personal relationships that also tend to multiply my happiness even personally. Yeah, some of the causes I've been able to be involved in are things like, there's an organization I'm on the board of called the Utah Digital Marketing Collective. And here in the state of Utah, it's a nonprofit organization that solely seeks to educate and help digital marketers become better at what they do. Membership is extremely inexpensive. It's very, very reasonable. I think it's less than $200 a year. And the in-person events, they provide meals and we bring in some of the best speakers from around the globe or whatever topic we're training on. And I'm so grateful that I'm able to lend some of my influence to helping this organization. And I'm grateful that I get to 
give some of my attention to it because I'm not scraping for like, oh no, I need another sale. Otherwise I won't be able to eat this month. When you can kind of take some of those concerns off the table and start to give some of your mind share to causes you really care about, it's a big deal and it's very rewarding. I've had an infectiously positive attitude towards things, almost to a detriment. I would say being an optimistic person, it's a two-edged sword. I think it makes me trust people too readily, and I've been taken advantage of. But I also look at it and say, well, would I rather be someone who's too optimistic and gets involved in too many opportunities? Or would I close myself off to try to guard myself against being hurt? and then lose all of those opportunities along the way that I could have had from great opportunities that could turn into big things. So be optimistic, but I would say learn and be cautiously optimistic, even if sometimes I don't take my own advice. I've been guilty this whole time of growing my company, saying, oh no, I can do it myself. I don't want to bother someone. I don't want to inconvenience them. But what I find is every time I ask for help, thinking that I'm going to be a bother, the answer I get and the reciprocal nature of that is I get a chance to let someone else feel like they're helping. And I get great advice that I couldn't have gotten from anyone else, or I get advice that I would have had to pay for from someone at that level. So I do expect entrepreneurs probably to act a little bit like I did and maybe not reach out or be humble enough to ask for help. But as you do, I really hope that you keep getting that positive feedback teaching you that, yeah, this is helpful and I'm going to keep doing it. I'm going to keep being open and I'm going to get rewarded because of it. I think making it to me just means that you've gotten to a point where you can now leverage your relationships and what you've grown to this point to do even more. I really hope that no one out there thinks like, oh, when I've made it, that's when I get to retire. That's when I get to take a step back. I want you to think when I've made it, I want to use that influence to go and do the big thing that I've always wanted to do. It's an opportunity to finally think big. Whereas earlier on in my career, I feel like I wasn't aware of what thinking big looked like. And so because of that, I always thought small. And there definitely isn't a point where growth stops. You can always do more. And with making it specifically, I feel like every new accomplishment that I've made It just puts me rubbing shoulders with people who are even more and more influential. And as I learn from them and as I get to see what they're doing, I never get to sit back and say, oh, yeah, I've arrived. I've totally made it because I look at them and go, wow, I want to do what they've done. And I get to latch on to new mentors along the way. I'm AJ Wilcox, and you've been listening to Making It. You can find me at our website, b2linked.com. That's the letter B the number two, and the word linked.com. You can also find me on LinkedIn. Just search for AJ Wilcox and make sure you personalize the invite to say that you heard me on this show. Making It is part of the Mirror CFM podcast network, which also includes such shows as Course Lab and Just Between Coaches. This episode of Making It was assembled by Jeff Govertson. Cynthia Lamb produced the episode. Danny Berman is our associate producer. Danny Inney is our executive producer. Post-production was by Post Office Sound. To catch the great episodes that are coming up on Making It, go ahead and follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening right now. 
And if you liked the show, please leave us a starred review. It's the best way to help us get these ideas to more people. Thank you. We'll see you next time.